Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Welcome back on the Big Talker 1700. Time for some Hawkeye talk as we get closer and closer to kickoff. September 2nd against Wyoming. The Hawkeyes doing battle there. Coming up on Saturday, it'll be Kids Day over at Kinnick Stadium. Plenty to talk about there. And we got Wolfgang here with us. Wolfgang, my man, what's up? Hi, I'm Wolfgang at Wolfgang Hawkeye, which uh, thank you, Tiff, for trying to point that out when I filled in for you guys. I'm like, you get out of practice, it's like, yeah. it might be nice for people to know who you are. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's weird. I had my spiel down on Saturday, and, and you know, you kind of get out of practice, and it's like, maybe people want to know who I am. I'm on your station. I'm on your show all the time. I would hope that people that are listening to your station in 12 through know who I am. But yes, yes, my name is Wolfgang. And, Wolfgang. uh, Yes, exactly. So we're going to have fun here. I think we we're going to have fun. I think we got a couple subjects that uh, I think in the summer mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard to find out with, but I think uh, I think we've got something obviously we can talk about. Well, one of the things that you brought to my attention is something that I had missed, and Chad Lysico does a great job over at the Register on the Hawkeye Beat. Uh, came out a couple weekends ago. It came out July thirtieth the top 10 OMG Hawkeye plays of the Fry Ferentz era. So, Wolfgang, you and myself, we, uh, well, we've lived through the Fry and Ferentz era. That's all I've ever seen in my life. As uh, I was born in 1980, Fry came in at the end of 79. You're, uh, you got a couple years on me, but our whole lifetime of Iowa football has seen that we remember two football coaches. Pretty incredible in its own right right there. It's absolutely crazy, and we we all talk about Kirk, and I'm talking to a buddy. He's really the only guy that I know, and he's a great guy, Ty P, if you're listening. But, I mean, we were watching the uh, – we went and watched the fights, the UFC fights, and he's talking about, I'm sick of Kirk. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you sick of uh, five top eight finishes or top ten finishes or whatever it was? You're sick of uh, how he runs his program? You're sick of how – what are you exactly sick of? And I'm the guy that got him – to get season tickets when we went through a down spell, mm-hmm. okay? Where I told you before, we're sitting here watching Iowa play football, and I want to go to the bathroom when they're on offense. <laughs> That's how bad, freaking crazy bad it was there for a while. What, what, what would it have been? Sophomore, junior year of, of Rudock, and I, I, I'm looking over at Kim and Ty, and I'm just like, man, I, I, don't, I, can't, I can't. I don't know what to do. I can't apologize to you enough. And we were having fun tailgating. You always have fun tailgating and all that stuff. But at some point, for the love of God, let's, we're big-time Hawkeye fans, and so is he. And, and he was getting on Kirk big time. Totally disagree. 100% disagree and can't wait to see what we're going to see out of Mr. Brian Ferentz and uh, moving guys out in the slot and the wide receiver. They just see the one freshman, the two true freshmen up there. Of not everybody, not yeah. the Mississippi guy. No, no, no. How how you like me now? You nailed Max Cooper. You nailed Max Cooper, and he's showing up. I think we're going pictures. too far. We're going too far. Well, I have not nailed anything yet. You know this what? This is way too early. I do have uh, a couple of contacts, and I've heard very good things about your boy Max Cooper. How about that? This makes me feel so – I love being right. I hate being wrong, okay? There are times where I will take – just for fun, you know what I mean, to take, take another opinion when we're out or whatever. 
you know, it's more fun. I mean, if we agree on freaking everything, it's kind of boring. I mean, who wants to listen to that? <laughs> but I liked, and you know I liked Max Cooper. He's my guy. Can't wait to see if he can break into that. I don't know that he can. Again, watching high school guys go up against other high school programs, you're like, uh, is that 158-pound you know, defensive lineman that running back just ran through? Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean anything. Is Max Cooper running away from safeties and – running away from uh, cornerbacks because it's he's doing it against a guy like me. It means nothing. But with your eyes, you kind of like it. You kind of like the way he's running the routes. You kind of like the way he's got good hands. You like the way his coach is talking about him and saying how much faster he's gotten, which is very interesting. Remember Bob Sanders? Mm-hmm. He was not that fast in high school. And something happened, man. He ran a, what, 4-3-3 at the – at the NFL Combine? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he was not known as a crazy speed guy. Got in the gym. I didn't. I don't know if they didn't have it back there. And that was, wasn't that Joe Moore? Uh, wasn't he, not Joe Moore, but uh, he was coaching. You know, Kirk had a relationship with him and said, hey, at the very least, take this guy. I promise you, he will make a difference on your special teams. And he did. And boom, it went from there. And it's like, you hear quotes. And that guy will always be legend to me. And... Thumbs, it's it's literally a flip of the coin. My favorite player, Bob Sanders or Tim Dwight. I can't make up my mind. Don't make me. Bob Sanders ran at four three five forty at his uh, at pro day uh, at the NFL Combine. Excuse me, uh, when he was coming out four three five for a guy that people thought was uh, maybe a little too slow, obviously too short. It turns out to be uh, MVP of the defense in the NFL. Not bad for Bob Sanders. But we started this conversation, Wolfgang, uh, with Leistikow's article, Top 10 mm-hmm. OMG Moments. So how do you want to go through this? You want you want to talk about these games, find some that he missed? Yeah. What do you yeah, got do. for me? Well, let's go. Let's go. Let's get the first one out of the way. Okay. Okay. We, we know what the first one is. Tate Holloway. Okay. Where were you when you saw that? I'll tell you me real quick, and then I want to hear your we were at my place in Waukee, okay, uh-huh. and there was a dog pile on the ground after <laughs> Tate Holloway, and that went on. And I'm not just talking guys being idiots and wrestling. I'm talking some of the women were diving and, like, hurting us. That was so unbelievably incredible. Uh, a guy that has never scored a touchdown before at Iowa, and he does it then. Want to talk about a perfect freaking outcome, a just absolutely perfect um, The timing of what happened. Uh, you hear Gary Dolphin going, well, you know, Drew Tate, he doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. going to run out. It's going to run out. And then he's like, they get it. And you hear, I've met Portalak a number of times. I'm not sure he would know me or not. I don't tell him who I am or anything. But, but he's just a nice freaking guy. I love him giggling in the background. Um, were you there for that one? I was. I was, in fact, up in the press lucky. box. I was in the press box. Now, most of the media members had made their way downstairs for post-game interviews. I, on the other hand, was uh, just going to leave directly afterwards and get bombed, regardless of what happened with my buddies that I went down to Orlando with. So I was not taking part in the post-game festivities. I was just still up there. And you know the old press box rule? No cheering in the press box, right? Mm-hmm. That one went out the window for a couple of media members back behind me that were... Okay, I got to I don't know who it was. So I can send them money. No, I, I don't know who it was. You do know, don't you? No, you I, do I really know. don't. I really don't. If it was, I don't I don't give a crap. I'd say who it is. I really don't know who it was. And 
I, w- I was also at the time I was uh, 23 years old, so I didn't, you know, I didn't know who people were, didn't care, wasn't, wasn't in the press box a whole lot. No, it wasn't mm-hmm. anything that mattered to me. I just got a chuckle out of it. And I went and found my buddies, and we, uh, well, they had been drinking the whole time. I maybe had a couple before the game. You know how you got to do that. But, yeah, we uh, we celebrated late into the night in Orlando, and just the scene, the LSU fans afterwards, just how how yeah. shell-shocked they were walking out of that one. It, it was incredible. The sad thing is, it is a play that has been lost in college football lore because of how different things are and, and how they evolved over the last, you know, 15, 20 now, what years. What do you now. mean here? Interesting. I don't know where you're going here. This is interesting. A- ask, ask anybody about this game that isn't an Iowa fan, mm-hmm. that doesn't have a connection to the state of Iowa. They won't know what you're talking about. You know, well, ESPN just had, okay, yeah, I, I saw something. I don't think, I think you're throwing that a little bit. Who didn't like that? Who didn't understand no, no, didn't. how great a moment that was? You mean overall in terms of the entire football game? That was an OMG moment. Oh, my gosh. Right, okay? right. That was, I mean, there's almost no more oh, my gosh moment. Literally, Trent, I'm not kidding, almost none because they were screwing it up yes. at the end. They were screwing it up and pulled it out. I mean, that's, that is the definition of oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. No, what I was saying, though, is nationally – it's a great play, a great game throughout. Iowa got up early, LSU comes roaring back. It was a wonderful game. I'm just saying nationally it's not well-remembered. And I know it wouldn't be as remembered as Texas, excuse me, Texas-USC or something like that. I get that, but, but even a step down from that, it just doesn't have the same recognition. It doesn't have the same memories that you have with some of the bigger ones. And you know what? I like it. I love that we have a little bit of chip on our shoulder. I like that. I mean, I you know, mm-hmm. we do. We get bashed by the media. They like to tweak us. You can't tell me I'm wrong. You can call them BSers. You can call them trolls, and that's fine. But they're really good at it. They love it. I think they know that we will respond and we will get after them. But you know what? It's not, Iowa fans don't curse back at these people. But, yeah, if you want to get after them and tell them how freaking stupid it is. Oh, I heard Colin Cowherd a couple weeks ago. Looks so stupid. And he was having a conversation with somebody that knew his bleed. And it's so funny because he's so calm, cool, and collected that he doesn't get nervous. And he got nervous and he swallowed hard. And it was a beautiful thing to see. <laughs> Put him in his place. And I know you're, again, been around forever. And you know this this game and how it's played. Uh-huh. I should just not. Don't respond. Know. Don't, don't even guess watch what, it. guess what, Trent? It's who I am. I know. I know you can't get past it. All right, let's go to number two on the list. OMG okay. moments in Hawkeye history. Hartlieb to Cook, nineteen eighty-seven. The Hawkeyes beat the Buckeyes on the road. Where were you for this one? I was out. I don't know. Do you know um, the Rossbergs? They at, well, one time on. I'm not sure what station they're on anymore. But American Family Coaches is what they're called. They're national. They're um, very religious people. Very very nice people. Mm-mm. Um, maybe I should talk to them, see if they got some connections, see if we can uh, figure out something like that. But um, very nice people. So Mr. Rosberg, which I can't remember his name, but uh, comes out and we're just playing. You know, we got the radio going on. There's this thing called the radio, guys, you young people out there. Yes, we took a radio out because it wasn't on TV. Am I remembering this right? I mean, yeah. this was a long time ago. Yeah. So we are going eight, believe. 
Mr. Rosberg comes out, Missy and Sarah, the two daughters, and everybody's just screaming and loving it and yelling. And this is the thing that's great about football, about sports, Trent. It makes you a kid again, man. And it's okay to just go there. It's just okay. There's what else in life can you do that with? What what other what other moments in life are you hugging grown men and having a dog pile in the middle of your living room? It, Not many. It doesn't happen in politics. It doesn't happen at. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You didn't do that with Trump? No. I can't believe that. No, I can't no. believe that. I don't think Tate. I don't think Tate did. We had days on, uh, so uh, there had to be a dog pile somewhere with somebody. I'm sure that that uh, I will get into that. Maybe but, in uh, Russia. I don't know. If that that's the only place <laughs> I can imagine you, that happening. You son of a biscuit. Uh, <laughs> so. I'm the same way. I I felt that game was on TV, but I remember listening on radio, and, and maybe it wasn't. What I do remember is listening on, on the radio as it was happening. It was probably just the highlight then that I saw, you know, on the news that night, mm-hmm. something like that. But, yeah, that play, and looking at the play and looking back on it, fourth and 23, you're at the Buckeye 28. Trent, Trent, he caught it at the nine. Caught it at the nine. I, I swear it's almost said at the five. No, I just rewatched it. He caught it at the nine. Yeah, at the nine. Beats two defenders, gets to the goal. Well, here's the other thing. He didn't get to the goal line. If 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 instant <laughs> replay was alive and well uh, in 1987. Oh, my God, you're going there. Are you saying that was or was not a touchdown? Mark Cook didn't score a touchdown there. Mark Cook didn't score on that play. This is un-freaking believable. Are you trolling me right now? I'm not. I'm not. It, let's, let's listen to Zabba. Let's see if we can get this queued up. See if we can hear it. Hartley with the ball and one setback and three flankers. Here's Hartley going out. He looks. He throws. It is complete. And it's an Iowa touchdown. It's an Iowa touchdown. It's an Iowa touchdown. It's an Iowa touchdown. there for a while and there was a good chance that yeah his life was going to come to an end unfortunately but to listen to him I did not expect it to bother me as much as it did because those are when we're kids man and we're watching this and and you're you know, building up the you're starting to like sports and, and you, you're getting it more and you hear this guy that's just crazy passionate I mean he got it wrong a lot of times first down no it wasn't yeah it, we were about a year and a half shut high I don't care. I love that guy, and it, it, it's weird how much it affected me when he passed away. Did you even have that, or you just knew it was going to happen, and it doesn't bother you? But it just, man, it, it got to me a little bit. I'll be honest with you. I'm driving to the work and just hearing some of all of his calls. Did you have any of that, or you're not just Mr. Sensitive like I am? Uh, it was different for me because we weren't a Zobble household. We, mm-hmm. uh, my, my grandpa, when I'd listen to games with him, he was not a fan of Zobble. Uh, the way that he called games. So we listened to Ron Gonder. That, that's who we listened to throughout the time. So so that was a little bit different. I didn't have that same kind of connection that people hear. I didn't know Zobble. I didn't really know him as a, as a play-by-play guy. So it was a little bit different for me. I love listening to him, though, when, when he'd be on the radio. I, I loved two, game, two guys named Jim. I love him and John Miller after the game. So, yeah, I, I did have some kind of connection, but it certainly was different. I didn't have that connection to him as a play-by-play guy. No, that's fair. I didn't. No, Ron Gonder was with uh, Morgan. 
was maybe the nicest guy in the world was on KGGL back in the day, Lou and Larry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry the Morgan? Yeah, Larry Morgan, yep. Yeah, oh, he seemed like the nicest guy in the history of the world. He, but yes, he's incredibly nice, yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's one of those things, are you for real? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you really are that nice guy. Okay, unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, I just, all right, we better move on, obviously. We're, we're, we're going to have like a seven-hour show here if we don't move on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that's uh, number two on the list. Uh, continuing on, number three, 1997, Tim Dwight, the punt return to give Iowa a 21-7 lead against Ann Arbor. That game still ticks me off to no end. Iowa had the national champions on the ropes in the big house and couldn't get it done. But that play, what in God's name were they doing even punting to Tim Dwight late in the first half? I loved, I was there, okay? You were. right? Because it was at Michigan, right? It was, yeah. Surprising. I was there and also went to the Ohio State game. Love Tim Dwight, I told you. I was I was at Iowa at the time. Uh, I think Tim's a year younger than me, and I, you're just watching this guy on highlights. And I'm like, is this guy a video game? I also knew him in eighth grade, and he played basketball. He wasn't any good. Couldn't shoot. Looked like an absolute door shooting the ball. Okay, but all of a sudden, I didn't know who he was. Okay, eighth grade. He's excuse me. He's seventh grade. I'm eighth grade, and I'm sitting there looking at this guy. He knows nothing about basketball, but look at this guy. Our entire team went over and stood in the stands and just watched him play defense and dive after balls and to see how much faster he was than anybody. It was just crazy. I'm sure other people have experienced that. Mm-hmm. If you're going up the elite of the elite, but man, you're just watching this guy and it's like, good luck. Good luck. He's getting every loose ball. He's playing defense. He's in your face and you ain't going to get by him or around him. Stuck on offense. Sorry, sorry, Tim, if you're listening, but you suck on offense. But, man, but Tim Dwight, I think they lost. Okay? They lost. Do we they put did. somebody this high I can't when they lose? It. I can't do it. That game was so freaking frustrating. I absolutely could not put it up there. Uh, and at the time, now looking back upon it, yeah, but at the time, Michigan was good. Uh, we knew Michigan was good. We didn't know they were national championship good, though, this early in the season. So that, that do, we was remember, uh, what, do we remember what they were rated? At the time? Yeah, do you remember that? Let me look. Let me see what it says right here. All if right. I don't know, I'll be honest with you, I do not know. Um, not, that, not that it matters, but um, I, to me, you have to take away points because Iowa lost. I mean, you give them points because they took the national championship team later. I, I mean, that's revisionist history mm-hmm. right there when you're looking at that. I get that. But when, when, when you lose... Uh, uh, it's tough for me, and uh, Chad Chad did a great job. It's fun to watch this stuff, and, man, we can get into this so much. It's not even funny. Oh, I can't wait for number four. Are we going to get to number – let's see, what are we at? That, that was number three. To answer your question, uh, Michigan was ranked fifth at the time. Iowa was 15th uh, going into that oh, game okay. at the okay. big house. All right, continuing on to number four, night uh, 2009, Stanzi to McNutt beating Michigan State on the final play of the game, 15-13. I was in Alabama at the time. I went down there, with my now there, wife yeah. uh, for the Alabama-Tennessee game, and her friend that we were staying with, I told her, all right, we need to DVR the game. So as we're walking around Tuscaloosa that whole day, I'm wearing my Hawkeye uh, sweatshirt, Got myself a nice Bear Bryant cap that I was wearing with it, walking around. <laughs> Iowa, what what are you doing here? You know, these these good old boys coming up to me. And I said, well, we're scouting for the national championship game. 
because I was undefeated at the time. Of course, Alabama was, oh, they got a big old chuckle out of that one. I still would like to see that game. But regardless of that, so we get back, DVR set, turned off the phone, knew nothing of the game, watched it uh, throughout the evening then with a couple of cocktails and that final play. So I saw that one in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Stanzi to McNutt. Okay, this is one, of, and I will go here. This is one of the biggest bad arse stud, I bow down to you, Stanzi moments I've ever seen. He walked up there. How much? Four seconds? Whatever it was, three seconds? Got to score a touchdown, right? Yeah. In order to win. He walks up there like he's a freaking doing a picnic. Like he's at a picnic. You want to talk about Eye of the Tiger? You want to talk about these are the guys I like. A Stanzi, a Conor McGregor. A, they're at their biggest moments, and they are calm. They have no problem. I believe in myself. I'm going to get this done. I'm not that way all the time. Sometimes I can be. Sometimes I can be. But what you saw out of that guy, if you go back and watch his people and what Sandy was doing, and he looked like he was at a picnic, and he went back, boop, 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 right over to McNutt, boom. And then you see Mr. D'Antonio, which, who I can't freaking stand. He was so nervous. He looked like he was literally going to throw up. I think he was swallowing some throw-up that was coming up, and I love it. Maybe uh, a bad person. Uh, great, great memory of 2009. Another one from 2009. I was there for this one. Out at Penn State, Adrian Claiborne with the block punt, the physicality of that game. Same thing with the Michigan State game. That was the most physical game that I had seen, I think, mm-hmm. I've ever been a part of, it, of that football game. You know, we remember Colin Sandman laying on the sideline there, the injury that he sustained with D'Antonio standing over him and yelling because a flag was thrown. But just throughout that game, incredibly physical. Same thing here. The physicality of this game, driving rainstorm, way too many beers, hooting and hollering, having a good time, <laughs> get down right away on the first play of the game, 7 nothing. It's like, oh, boy, this is after I would knocked him <laughs> off the year before, knocked him out of the national championship race. All we heard was, ah, this is going to be revenge. This is the game that I continually go back upon when teams are talking about revenge and saying revenge doesn't matter. When the ball is in the air after that, revenge doesn't matter. One iota, because that's all Penn State talked about. They were at home, white out. I in that disagree game, with you. You know that. And they couldn't get it done. That is a bunch of baloney. Then, then why didn't Penn State beat Iowa that night? Why do coaches put up, put up uh, newspaper articles and stuff like that? Because it's they not because they, there's no reason for that trend. Mm. Am I saying it's 50%? Oh, yeah, huge. No, there's a little bit yeah, then why didn't Penn of State win? something there. Why didn't Penn State Trent, win then? Trent, I'm not saying it's, it's 40%. You're going to be 40% better. I'm saying when you hate somebody, when you're out on the basketball court and you're going against your brother, you don't want him to beat you. Right. And if you're playing somebody down the street that's just a neighbor, there is something there. You will never convince me that coaches do this for no reason and put that up there. Am I saying 1%, 2%, 4%? I don't know. I'm not saying 10%. I'm saying there's a little bit of something when somebody's talking junk to you and they think they're that they're the bleak. You don't buy that? That What I'm saying is the revenge angle is completely overrated. It is means so little in the grand scheme of things. Penn State both of those years was more talented than Iowa, but Iowa beat them on the field. The year at Penn State, they were a better football team, yet Iowa was out there making the plays, doing the things necessary to get that thing done. It's, it's overrated. 
That's what I'm going to say about that. It is okay. I that over. I totally disagree with you because I don't hear radio guys like you even talk about this. Even when the coaches are putting up all this and saying quotes of what players said, there's a reason that they're doing that. that when you different. see overrated, overrated by who? Fans? Yes. Not coach? Not not the media. The media gives it no run. Eh. The media thinks this. You, you never thing. you never heard anybody talk about the revenge angle before in radio? Because I hear it all the time. No, no one. They have your opinion. Mm, no, I well. You disagree? I guess we listen to different people. Regardless of that, uh, the yeah. fabulous sportsman. <laughs> I, I don't. I haven't listened to her in twenty years. I'm joking. Okay, okay. She's still alive. John or uh, Dave brought that up, and I was like. I can't believe you just wanted to tap this sports fan card. Good job by you. Anyway. All right. We got five more here to uh, run through. Tyler Sash's interception and run back against Indiana. Hawkeyes down big in that game. Another 2009 memory. Come back and get it done. Bounces go their way. Iowa, a 17-and-a-half-point favorite in the game. Down 14. You got an Indi- oh. Indiana ticket. You're feeling good. Final score, Hawkeyes 42, Hoosiers 24. That Hoosier ticket's not going to get you anything. I was there, couldn't believe it, thought it was over. So it's, what is it, 21-7 going in, and and Indiana is at the four-yard line, right? Uh, Am I remember that right? Five. Yeah, something. Right they, here. They, Why don't I they're, they're inside the 10, yeah. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, Trilly, 21-7, midway through the third quarter. Holy crap. <laughs> 21-7, and they're about ready to score, which make, makes 28-7. It would have been over. This is huge. Tyler, Tyler Sash, rest in peace, RIP, man. But, yeah, this was huge. And this was 2009, man. This was a big year for us. It was. Uh, another one on the list that makes it cut. That's why it means more, Trent. That's why it means more. Okay, I'm not saying let's go is wrong about anything he's saying. That's, that's huge. That was huge. It would have been twenty-eight-seven. Well, and it's over. 20. You know, the, the undefeated run is over at that point. Then, if that happens, they yeah. lose that game. Everybody says, "See, they're a fraud," and, and it was over. It continued at least for another week until Northwestern. Uh, we go to the Big Ten championship game two years ago. Gus Johnson goes nuts. I was sitting in the end zone as he was coming right at me with the great play, eighty-five-yard oh. touchdown, a beautiful one. Incredible football game, another Michigan State-Iowa game with a ton of physicality to it. That play, the emotion to start the fourth quarter, uh, that stadium was rocking that night. And this is one of those, Trent, where I know we've gotten into just a tad, I mean a smidge of this. Um, Dace agreed with me um, about a year ago about this. Nobody else does. So you're on the um, people's side that are smart. I'm not, okay, even though I'm not saying Dace isn't smart. But when he aligns with me, there's a problem. What are you talking about? I, I saw them coming, okay? I saw that they were going to score. It was bleeping obvious. I walked out of, guess what, one of your sponsors, D50, right? Draft House 50. Draft House 50. Walked out. Done. See what's happening. You people don't see this. I understand you can't do it. you got to have big balls to do that, okay, and walk out on that stuff and say, just let him score. But it was obvious what was going to happen. It was just so damn obvious, and I couldn't believe Dace actually agreed with me. Couldn't believe it. It was a slow burn as Michigan State was making their way back. That's what you're talking about, the 22-play drive? 
Yeah. yeah. The 22, yeah, as it's going on, it's like, okay. this is obvious what's going on here. Does nobody see this? <laughs> and I walked out and somebody stopped me. Matter of fact, not the owner, but what, we had been talking all night. And I'm like, I see what's happening here. And he's like, I agree with you. I nobody else, nobody else in here agrees with you. I agree with you. And I'm like, okay, you and me together because everybody else thinks I'm dumb and stupid for saying this. It just, I, there was no way they were going to stop them. And it was obvious. And you can say that and you can bring up points where we have stopped them and gotten a turnover and that's fine. But guess what? We lost going that way. Sorry. They were just running it down. I mean, it was just, it was embarrassing. And I'm still pissed. And I think coaches sometimes have to think outside the box and do that. And I, I get it, but you obviously disagree, and I would guess you disagree hardcore. Disagree that it was inevitable that they were going to score? Yes. Be honest. I felt like they were going to score, yeah. I thought they were going to score quicker and that I was at least going to have a chance with the football back, but yeah, it felt like they were going to score, and you know they didn't have a lot of depth, and you could see the team was worn down, and you could see throughout that drive, and they had guys like Bud Spears in there. If he moves his arm just uh, one iota, he punches the ball out, and all of a sudden Iowa is going to the college football playoff. But conversations for another time, Wolfgang. we got to run through the uh, last three here. we got C.J. Jones taking it to the house to kick off the Orange Bowl. That was awesome. That was, uh, boy, uh, probably the most cocktails I've ever had before a bowl game. Certainly was that one. That was woof. You, you, set, you set me up beautifully, my oh, friend. Boy, we... I was just talking to my dad, and I've never seen – Hawkeye fan. If you watch after C.J. Jones, see you later. If you and then they they pan to the crowd and you see the crowd. I've never seen a more drunk. I mean, and they were good. They weren't Wisconsin drunk. The ones they fight. That's how great that was. Okay, were you there? Were you at a sports bar? Were you at friends? Okay, I was there. I was there. I was uh, in the upper deck. It was well. The whole thing was the Iowa section. It was fifty thousand Iowa fans there. It was all Iowa fans and. The environment, the tailgating beforehand, just the the nature of it. I, walking around, I, I saw people I hadn't seen in years. I saw people from my hometown that I hadn't seen <laughs> since you know I, I was in high school, and this was so what, four years later. I saw you know people from my dorm room my freshman year. I hadn't seen since freshman year. Oh my God, just out of the blue! Just out of the blue, I saw a group of them. There, there was three or four of them, two different spots. I saw people that I just hadn't seen in such a long time. It, it was an unbelievable environment. Everybody happy. Everybody having a great time. It was bar none. I've been to a lot of bowl games. I've been to a lot of Iowa road games. Bar none. There was not an environment better, even better than the Rose Bowl before the game, than what happened the Orange Bowl in 2002-2003. The best environment I've ever been to for an away Iowa game. Now you're going, okay, so you're just going best environment bowl game because I don't ever remember something shaking. I don't remember that. And it was, what, 70%, 30% crowd in favor of Iowa? 80-20. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So we're talking 20% of fans were not even rooting for Iowa. That's how crazy that was. Mm-hmm. The place was rocking. I just, I've never, I mean, some of those people's livers are shriveled up right now because we had people puking in our freaking row. I felt bad for the kid, but I'm at some point, you know, you got to quit puking. Stop puking next to me, okay? Let's go to the bathroom. I'll take you, all right? Even though I don't want to miss my Hawkeyes, but at some point, quit acting like a Wisconsin fan, all right? Handle your your freaking liquor. 
But uh, no, it was it was absolutely awesome. And I think I don't think I've ever heard anything louder than that. So you could disagree. Oh yeah, it, it was it was right up there. My my ears are still ringing. Maybe that's just the booze still running around my system. Uh, well, we'll be 15 years later from that one. Number nine, Micah Hyde and the Insight Bull. Eh, that one's kind of meh for me. I guess it was overrated. Yeah, that was I was last bull win though, which is scary to think. And number ten, one of my all-time favorite moments: 2002 Banks to Clark to beat Purdue. And do you remember who won the game? Who clinched it for the Hawkeyes defensively? Adolphus Shelton made the interception as Purdue was coming back and had a chance to uh, win the thing themselves. They were coming back on the other side. He gets the interception, gets it done as Iowa holds on to win 31-28. One of the best games I've ever seen at Kinnick. That day, I think the attendance was... uh, There there was probably 8,000 empty seats that day, which is sad to think about. That was a good Purdue team. serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I could probably I was there. I think you're going a little high there. Mm, well, let's see here. Let's go to Iowa 2002. Game against Purdue. Okay, yeah. There, there was more than I thought. A couple thousand empty seats. It listed at 68,000. You hate when I call you out, don't you? Well, I at least I admit it. Some people wouldn't admit it. That's right. They you said, like being well, right li- if you're they, wrong. They listed it at sixty-eight thousand, but there were tons. There were empty seats, though. I do remember that part of it. Early kickoff, eleven o'clock game. One of the best games I ever saw in, in Kinnick was that one. Iowa, Purdue was the better football team that day. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, they were a better team, um, and that's what's so fun about sports because sometimes it does not matter if you're the better team or not. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of luck. You need a little bit of luck, especially with Iowa and the things that we have dealt with over the years. When we, 2002, Ohio State, boy, I would have loved to have played them. And I actually probably would have bet a lot of money on Iowa over them. You would disagree. I'm guessing Why? you would have gone with Ohio State. Why would I'm I just that? guessing you would, you would disagree with me. Why would you guess that? Um, good point. I'm just. Am I right though? <laughs> no, you're not right at all. If I I'm not. No, no. If if Iowa would have played them at the end of the season, neutral site, you know, Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis, Iowa would have beat them by two scores. That's how good Iowa was playing going in to November. That's how good I think they would have played against that team. I think they matched up incredibly well. I don't think Ohio State defensively would have been able to slow them down. And, and by that time, remember Ohio State that year really couldn't throw the football. That was the way that you beat Iowa that year, is you're able to throw the football. The Buckeyes mm-hmm. weren't that great throwing it around. I, I think Iowa wins that game, I don't know, 27-17, they get it done against the Buckeyes. I, that is, I would not have guessed you would have said that, but I feel so confident. I know it sounds stupid. I would never beat Wisconsin or uh, Ohio State. No. Never. Right. Freaking never. But I swear, the one year I wanted them so bad, I'm like, this team is good with Brad Banks and and – Bob Sanders and Freddie Russell and all the guys. I mean, it's just like Mo, was Mo Brown on that team, probably. Yes. Um, I'm. I lose track, you know, over the years. I'm like, which team played for which? I couldn't remember who. Which of these players play for who? But I was just that surprises me that you would have taken Iowa, gun to your head. I would have as well. If I'm going out, might as well take one of the head with betting on your team. 
I guess is what I would say. But um, no, that and then un- unfortunately the USC game, they were totally out of their element. I don't mean overmatched. I mean offside and just doing stupid stuff that was just. That's what happens when you don't play for for uh, fifty days or fifty one days or whatever it was. That's what happened. You don't. You're not crisp. And we saw that. And I believe, am I wrong? Iowa was actually up in the first half, and they played horrible. Yes. They were still up. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. They played terrible. Kading missed a a kick late in that one. Brad Banks looked like he was out of shape. It was a weird game. And even with all that, before things started to roll away, in the second half, Iowa had the lead after the first quarter. It was 10-7. They had the lead. It was 10-10 at the half. It was just a second half where really... Oh, it was 10-10, anything. so it was tied at the half. Okay. Yep. I think I said we had the lead, so it was 10-10. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they just they fell apart. You know, Justin Vargas went nuts. Uh, they were uh, they're a well-oiled machine, but Iowa looked like they kind of ran out of gas, and, and he mentioned the long layoff they had. That was a part of it. Wolfgang, we need a break. We'll tell, come back. We just got a little bit of time on the other side. When we come Yeah, back, we'll go quick. We'll talk fast. Let, let's, I, what are the ones, Trent? That needed to be in there. Yes, the one that, that we missed. We're going to get into that. We'll do that next here as we continue on. Wolfgang in tow with us. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options Casey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit Casey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You 
could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special you'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day-get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. 
Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. We're back here as we put a cap on things with Wolfgang. You can find him on Twitter at Wolfgang Hawkeye. Our Wolfgang, we're going through uh, Chad Leistico of the Register, his Top 10 OMG moments of Iowa football over the last oh, oh, 30, uh, about 40 years. Uh, Hayden Fry and Kirk Ferentz era. There's some on there that you think that he missed. What, what do you got? I got a couple on there that have to be on there. And how do you have a top 10 list of OMG moments and you don't have the biggest moment in Iowa football history? Number one, number two, Iowa, Michigan, yeah. Houtland's field goal. How does that not make the list? Okay, I like Chad. I think he does a good job. I think he knows his stuff. Um, I think he is saying the OMG, oh my goodness, it has to just be a hardcore play, not necessarily a game-winning play, not necessarily. What else would he say? How would he defend this? You, you, I'm, let me ask you, how would he defend this I don't think he not can. having Rob Howland in there when there's toilet paper and streams of toilet paper going down? The place is rocking. It's number one versus number two. Okay, we're in Iowa, not Alabama. Yes. Okay, that doesn't happen often. They're ranked number one for the fourth straight week. And you you don't have, I just, I can't believe it. I just can't. You you can't have a top ten list OMG moments because it was that moment. We just beat Michigan. We're undefeated. We're still number one. (laughs) That's what Hawkeye fans say at the time. That's what five-year-old Trent Cotton in kindergarten is saying. Just beat Michigan. Just got it done. Still number one. That's OMG. It does make the top ten. Come on, Chad. And I like I like Chad a lot. And I will actually probably uh, tweet him after this because I don't want to come down on him. But at some point, kicking a field goal. I know you're not a field goal guy. I I like <laughs> guys that kick field goal guy. <laughs> what, what I mean by that is I don't think you and many others respect the pressure that goes on with kicking that field goal. Where would you get that from? You put so many words in my mouth. You're not. All right. I hate when I do that. I hate when I do that. Never mind. Please tell me. I will bow down to you. I'm sorry. But I I did it. I just love giving you crap. I love giving you crap, but come on. No, because I don't like putting words in your mouth. What does that mean? You're, I mean, you would not, (laughs) if we're saying the best Iowa football players of all time, a kicker, I mean, we talked a little bit about Roby. I think you'd have Roby in there, which I respect. Mm-hmm. I hate punters. Okay, I told you this. I can't stand punters. How can you a lot love, of people can't. How can you love punters? Oh, they suck. They suck, Trent. They absolutely suck. They have no feel for it. How many times do they kick it into the end zone? From the, I mean, it's embarrassing how little feel that they have for it. Not the same way with the kickers, okay? You want to bash somebody, you bash a punter, not a kicker. When they have all the pressure on them, Nobody considers him a football player, okay? Nobody on the team. Okay, guess what? We may decide whether you win or lose. 
And you know what? He's got a lot more balls than you do. You you defensive end, okay? You you, you freaking safeties, okay? No, go try and kick a field goal in front a forty five yard field goal or whatever as a game winner when time expires when none of the team likes you because you're a soccer player. Just saying. All right, you you were able to do. Where it. were we? What game were we talking about? We we're talking about eighty-five Iowa, Michigan. You got to have. Okay, that that's right. got to be there. All right. there's, there's, obviously, that has to be there. Trent Condon, right? What else you got? What what else? What else was okay? Same year. You tell me. Same year. I was there. Eighty-five. Oh, OMG I, moments. What do you got? Wait, was it, was bootleg. It the, the, bootleg. Check Long Bootleg. Michigan State. The, Mich- but anyway, that was it was a pimp move. Check Long, I mean, couldn't beat. No, you're right. You're right. That that was, yeah. It, it was just earlier in the year. It was October 5th as they went at 35-31. No, you're right. For some reason, I thought that was a year prior, but you don't know. You got it. Absolutely. Okay. There's, there's one thing. But, yeah, you just love guys that step up their game and are able to do it. And I don't know. You look at the 85 teams, you look at uh, 2009, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, 2009, where he got hurt. And that's what I said about luck, okay? Whether you believe in luck or you don't believe in luck or you believe in, you know, some people believe that Jesus wants certain teams to win. I'm not necessarily sure I believe with that, but, I mean, if that's what you believe and you – I'm not going to bash you for that. That's okay. But 2009, 2010 sucked. Okay, that's the most disappointing season I've ever seen in Iowa football, Iowa basketball, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, whatever. I'll, I'll just say it all. Baseball, I mean, that was the most pathetic year ever. Is that not the, the Wisconsin game? Yes, yeah, the fake punt game. Okay. Yep. Okay, you go off so I can quit being a jerk. No, no. What no. should we have done that for that? That's the only thing that could beat us. That's the only thing, Trent. They were. What are we up, doing? They're, they're backed up at their own thirty-yard line, twenty-five-yard line. You're not anticipating that. I, I, there, there's a lot of revisions. The whole crowd right I was sitting with. Were you I there? Know, I was, and I saw it open up. I was in the, I was in the north end zone. I saw it open up. It happened right in front of me. I saw exactly as it developed and how wide open it was. I, yeah, I saw it. But even when you can see things like that and that it's wide open, you don't see teams fake it from their own twenty-five. Hey, that's Bielema. He has the cojones to do that. But to to rip on Kirk for that, hey, rip, no. on, rip on him for, oh, man. for the win against Ohio State in 9 I'm fine with that if you want to go down that road. I, I would disagree with you, but that's fine. For that one, hey, you, you just, you're not anticipating that. You're looking to set up a return and ice this game away and go in there, get it done, and then get ready for the back half of the no. season. No, hopefully. I was with friends. We called it. What's the one thing that can kill us right now? That's sometimes how you have to think. What's the one thing that could kill us? And that was it. We got to go, though. We're out of time. Yeah, I got you. Yep. <laughs> We're out of time. What else did we miss? Quickly, what else was missed? You, you, got, you got a minute here to name some other games. I got one for you. 1981, Iowa upsetting Nebraska, putting Iowa back on the map nationally. The interception that, that set it up, you got to have that on there. Lou King with the interception in 81. That's got to be one of the top ten moments. It brought Iowa football back. You got to have that one in there, right? Will, you were still in your mother's uterus. I was not. I, I was out there. Will. Did I tell you, Will? 
I was. You were still in your mother's uterus. I was you a year old. I was a year old. I was a year old. Still, you have to put that one in. There. If you're compiling a list of these eras, that's a huge moment. That has to be in there. That's an OMG yeah, moment. Yeah. Iowa beat Nebraska. Come on. Yeah. Totally fair. Anything else? No. Nope. Next week we're going to do the uh, top ten Iowa OMGs. Um, so I'll be on in about two three minutes, and then I'll come on uh, the following week. <laughs> We'll talk to you on Friday, all right? You have a good one. Sorry that I had to yell at you a little bit there. Stop putting words in my mouth, all right? I I am trying. You know that. (laughs) All right. We'll see you later, Wolfgang. All right. Thanks, bud. See you. Bye-bye. That's Wolfgang Hawkeye checking in. And that'll do it for the show today. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Back at it tomorrow again at noon. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Summer is here and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Napa the Napa Legend battery does legendary things, like starting your car when the heat index hits a buck twenty-five, or making sure your AC stays running like a gazelle. And now, when you buy a Napa Legend battery, you'll get a prepaid Visa card by mail worth fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars back and a new battery—that's not just legendary. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, offer expires eight thirty-one seventeen. All right, listen, we didn't invent lunch. No, we're not really in that line of business. But we did make lunch better because we are in that line of business. We made up a thing called the B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch. It's a collection of your favorite B-Dubs food. And as we all know, 
a lunch with your favorite food is a better lunch. It sounds simple, but it's taken ages for mankind to arrive at this solution. Sorry we weren't involved in this lunch situation sooner. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. The better you drive, the more you save. Bears and bats, they live in a cave, but that's irrelevant here. So back to the subject we steer. Snapshot saves you money when you drive safe. I wear corduroy pants. I don't mind that they chafe. The better you drive, the more you can save. With Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. Switch to AT&T prepaid and get two months of free service with no annual contract on AT&T's network. Two months free, huh? You know, my wife wanted two months free. and Then she jetted off to the Canary Islands and met some tennis pro named Sergio. Kevin? She doesn't even like canaries. You want to stick to the script, please? Right. Sorry, Dan. It's Don. Don. <clears throat> with AT&T prepaid, you can watch all of your favorite shows with no annual contract. Wow. No annual contract? No commitment at all? Remind you of anyone, Don? Maybe your wife? Bingo. Can we wrap this up, Kevin? Oh, sorry, Doug. That's prepaid your way from AT&T. Great. Thank you. Sure beats whatever Sergio's offering. Okay, that's it. I'm cutting the legal. Limited time offer. Requires payment at activation. Taxes extra. Account must remain active on $45 or $65 plan and cannot lapse to get bill credit for 3rd and 12 months. Fees covered and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rock 1700 KBGG Des Moines. A cumulus station. Big news, big talk, and big sports.